everybody, here's a quick announcement. The Reality Escape Convention is on this weekend. Have you got tickets? If you haven't got tickets, follow the link below, get tickets, go to Recon. Recon is a fantastic escape room and immersive theater convention. It's all done remotely through Discord. It's fantastic. There are great shows. There are great talks. It's a really wonderful community building event. And if you like puzzles, make puzzles, enjoy escape rooms, have never played an escape room, but like this show, you should be going to Recon. Not only that, but we are doing a live show of Escape This Podcast. It is happening on Sunday night at 8pm Eastern Standard Time. For us in Australia, that's 10am on Monday morning. We are doing a live show, an entirely original escape room uh, that is also going to be exclusive to Recon. So if you want to be part of that, you should be going to Recon. And not only that, it's live enough that there'll be audience interaction and you can help solve the puzzles and help our guests get through the room. It should be a lot of fun. The entire event is going to be amazing. All the links you need are in the show notes below. Go and check it out and we'll see you there. Bye. Welcome to the autopsy for the hairdresser homicide. I am your state coroner, Bill. Oh, no. <laughs> you didn't expect this. Um, I... Chief medical examiner? I don't know, I'm the body. Danny's the body. <laughs> we, we've started doing these. We did one for Rope and the Rich Kids. We're doing another one for the hairdresser homicide. This is our what we're calling an autopsy. We're going to go back through the murder mystery that Let's we did. and debrief it. Yeah, debrief a little bit. Okay, so first things first, uh, apparently the big discussion that we need to have is the fact that we have accents. Okay, is that for, are we going straight into that? Is that first things we, first? I think it's the most important thing that we have to cover. We got a lot of guesses from people, a lot of a lot of like theories and 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 engagement with people emailing in. We should saying, probably say spoilers if you like. Don't listen oh, to this if you haven't listened to the mystery. That would be yeah, strange. Good point. Spoilers. This whole thing will be spoiling everything. So come on. Uh, we got a lot of. Uh, Emails in from people saying, oh, you know, their, their guesses, their thoughts, their, their theories. And there was one very, very consistent issue, which is that a lot of people were referencing, were referencing a character that doesn't exist. Everyone said, oh, it was probably Molly. I said, Molly? Who's Molly? The first time we saw that, just stared at it for a while, going, oh, no. What did we put into this episode that we've forgotten? Yeah, what's, what funny side character do, did we invent mm. called Molly? Johnny Cools and, Johnny Cools girlfriend, and, and girlfriend Molly. Molly Cools. Their, their, their <laughs> boyfriend and girlfriend share a surname. Uh, no. Um, and that's because we've got to talk about accents. So there's a thing, there's a thing in the US called a cot-court merger. Which is that if you say cot and court, they say, I don't know, is this a cot-court merger? I don't know. Uh, I mean, what it really is. is. Yeah, what it is is there's a character in this called Marley Fenwick. That is M-A-R-L-E-Y. M-A-R-L-E-Y. Marley Fenwick. That's her name. It's Marley. Now, for us, that sounds very different than Molly. The distinction is quite clear. However, very different vowel sounds. We understand now exactly how <laughs> identical those names can be with certain North American accents. So, uh, But that threw us a lot. And we thought, oh, what a funny one-off yeah, thing. Yeah, what a funny one-off. And then another one came <laughs> in I like don't think it. any single person <laughs> emailed in. There were a couple in, of Marley's. Was, yeah, they but... were all British people. <laughs> 
so yes, I, for some reason that's our first point of the day. There definitely more Mollies than Marlies. And the character's name was that Marley. That was quite Marley. something for us, so thank Marley. you. Marley. It was Marley Fenwick. Oh. Not Marley Fenwick. Oh, Marley Fenwick. Stop. Um, <laughs> Julian, come on. Um, so yeah, I don't know why Danny decided that was the first point, but yes, that is the first point. That was the character's name. That's all I got in my head, and it's the one thing we we can't. Uh, I don't know. Ev- everything else is going to be about me, so I thought I would shine it outwards for a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That being said, welcome. We enjoyed all of your emails. Uh, they were lovely. A lot of you did very well. Mm. Do we go for? Do we start with who is the detective of that arc? Do we crown the detective now and then start talking no, about how we recorded s- it? Suspense. Is that, okay, well, yeah. all right, I guess we'll talk about people's gonna, guesses at the end. We'll put it right in the middle so that you have to <laughs> See, listen. You can't jump anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So let's talk about this. I really enjoyed doing this recording. The process of doing it went a lot better than other ones. Now, I think we explained in the last, um, the last autopsy our issues that we had mm. discovered. And, and we had uncovered the fact that we were trying to... We were viewing the final kind of media version of this murder mystery differently in our yep. heads, in a subtle way, in, we're, in that I wanted to follow it a bit more like a police procedural, in which one thing leads to the next thing, leads to the next thing, leads to the next thing, and you follow this chain of clues and insinuations until you find the end. Um, kind of a more TV, but even mm-hmm. like TV mysteries will often be like that. True. Whereas Danny pictured it more like an actual mystery or a murder mystery or... Or, I mean, basically all the other forms of murder mystery entertainment. Just where every time you get a clue, you pack it away with your other clues. Yeah, and then later on you open that chest of clues and you mm. look through and you, and you figure that out. And you link them. So we, we, we thought in our last session that that was an issue that was causing us uh, problems when we were recording. And I think that's correct because when we came into this one, it, was, it felt good pretty much like the whole time in terms of like we both understood now what the point was mm. and I knew how to look and I knew what I was collecting and I wasn't just jumping straight to the next implication. It was trying to collect all the evidence um, in that same sort of red stringing method, but just constantly. There was, a scene, there was an actual red string scene in this, in this mm. arc uh, at one point, but it wasn't as pronounced. Uh, but it was that feeling the whole way through. I was collecting information. Um, like I have... Here, my little box, I can see it in my notes in front of me. I have my little box of pinned concepts. There was a supply run, put a pin in that. There was like Maddox, put a pin in that. Clients, put a pin in that. Lotion analysis, put a pin in that. <laughs> um, Fiona Sainsbury, put a pin in that. Like I was collecting these, these additional topics of questioning or, or things to follow up on, but I wasn't jumping away from what I was doing. Yeah, absolutely. I was still, cl- I was still t- interviewing all the people I needed to. I think it also ha- helped in this one that you segmented the people a little bit more? Like often... Very much so. Right? Because in this one, often a a mystery starts and I'll have eight people to talk to. And then your order really determines the, like, success or flatness of Mm. the overall arc and solution. Because you can't really control it, right? It's arbitrary who I pick as one of my eight. Yeah. And and so often we've had mysteries in the past where, spoiler alert for previous mysteries without any specifics, I won't talk... To the murderer, yeah. Until the final episode, <laughs> because I've gone, I've I've tried to fully uh, follow up on every one of the first seven people mm. who all had these long paths that I started following. But this was nice because I started with two people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I have a list here. I in in my notes, right at the bottom of my two page spread of notes. This was only a two page spread of notes for this episode, which is quite something. Um, but yeah, right at the bottom of the final page, I've written a little section called Detective's Path. 
which is just a series of 11 dot points, the order that I predicted that you could or should get through things. Mm. So it may not have turned out exactly like this, but, you had but more it was how I was trying to roughly control it for mm. pacing in a way that would end up satisfying. And, and it worked. I think it, it is nice mm. that you have a bit more, because the, because the issue is always that you have no knowledge of where or what beats I'm going to hit. Yeah. And so you don't know. if it's, so, this, so you know what? This is like great murder mystery and trying to give you free form. It's still a podcast. We still want it to sound good. So I will know a little bit more about where mm. I'm trying to lead and, you. And I didn't feel like led or controlled. Mm. Like it just felt like a natural progression yeah. of, of stuff. Like, do you, the... you want to know what my path was? Please, what is one? your path? All right. First one, just enter crime scene and investigate. Obviously. Fair enough. Two witnesses plus policemen that you can question. Johnny Cools, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, apparently I had planned for that. I didn't uh, realize. Good. Then uh, learn about Fiona's appointment. I don't know if that was specifically the order that that happens, but fair enough. Um, Then Anthony enters unprompted. So that was you being able to find out about him as a character. Mm. Uh, Learn about Rival. That was the one that sort of floated around in terms of where it ended up going. And as you can see, didn't have a name for him. No, but what I will say, which is interesting, is that you still maintained that order a little bit mm-hmm. in a way that didn't feel too, like, is that I had found out about the rival, I had booked in a conversation with the rival, and then as I was leaving, that day was when oh, Anthony was arrived. That, okay. So you can still, because like... Yeah, I, I was still trying, for whatever reason, I felt it was important to get Anthony mm, out before Because as you are reading this, I'm looking at my notes. And they're matching? Pearl Flint interview, Marley Fenwick interview, uh, crime scene... Because I did more exploring in the yep. crime scene. Um, it actually did, sorry, it started with crime scene yeah, stuff. Yeah. Fiona Sainsbury, hey. Anthony Sachs, Maddox. How about that? America? Oh, who was America? <laughs> who was America? <laughs> oh, we named someone. That was someone on the phone. That was just, that, that was Lab Girl, right? Lab Girl, America. Uh, That's interesting. Uh, I didn't specify anything about Lab Girl, so that must have just been something I decided was important because you were so unsure about what was going on with the body that I wanted to add yeah, some clarity. Yeah, we wanted some some like some in world autopsy yep. stuff. All right, then okay. So after learn about Rival, uh, police ser- like search for them, find, try look for these people, but can't find Fiona. Oh, properly, and so yeah, that was when you immediately mm-hmm. said, "All right, try to call Fiona," which fantastic. Yeah. So then I could say. She has no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. I loved that moment. Mm. I really enjoyed that. That's a fun aspect of mystery and, yeah. and planning and like conspiracy. It was it worked out really well, the Fiona stuff. Yeah. Now here's an interesting one. Uh, free time with Pearl, comma, learn about Anthony. So actually that ended up happening the other way around. You had conversations with Anthony where you learned about the relationship yes. with Pearl as opposed to the other way around. Yeah. I, I clearly wanted you to get a little closer to Pearl. Mm. Though I think that made sense because, like, for mm. Pearl, I had something concrete to talk with her about because she was there, she saw the mm. body. She like So, like, my questioning didn't go to other elements of her life as Fair. much, whereas Anthony wasn't there. So it's like, what are we going to talk about? All his connection was life. Exactly. So because we were based on, like, well, what are, what are your connections? Do you have connections to mm. all these people? Like, I know Pearl's connections. She works there. Like, Anthony, uh, do you know this person? Do you know that person? Now, do you know... I can't remember. Did you pick up or did I have to give you an oblique hint mm-hmm. for why is Anthony here? Why has he shown up? You, I believe you had to give I don't know if it stayed in the episode. Maybe I wanted to make <laughs> myself look smarter. But no, I believe you did have like a bit of a like, okay, so, you know, there's something you haven't asked him yet. Mm. And that was then me thinking, okay, well, blah, 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 blah. oh, like, why? Like, how does he know? Exactly, because he knew um, that something had happened. Because yes, and that was that was what opened the door to the to the. Oh, okay, how did he know? He's yeah. texting with Pearl. He's doing this and mm-hmm. the other. 
my biggest issue of fight of, of like character understanding was figuring out exactly what Pearl's relationship was with computers in general. <laughs> Cause she was like good enough on computer to get me into the emails, but bad enough on computer that her security wasn't very She's, good. She was like talented, he, but sloppy. Brilliant, but lazy. Brilliant, but like, I prefer talented, but sloppy. Yeah, But I'm quoting Spider-Man too. <laughs> yeah. And I am protecting us from copyright claims. <laughs> All right. After which was something that didn't uh, happen at all in this order, and I don't know why I thought it would. I have police get financial records of businesses. Oh, interesting. So, well, I went into uh, like business. Yeah, records. you definitely were looking into that sort of thing. I'm just not sure why I placed that there and why I thought that would be an important thing for you to do in those various places. I suppose I was building up on the idea of uh, the Maddox having a rival hairdresser and maybe you'd be interested in seeing how were they going against each other? Yeah, Was true, there anything to that? But I clearly didn't push that. Uh, then I have Fiona comes in after seeing news about it. Then some hacking can be done. Interesting that you have it there. Cause I presumably could have done that early on as well. Uh, probably, but you know, like I knew she was on computer. She even got me onto the computer yeah. to look at Maddox's info. That was the moment mm-hmm. I could be like, can you get me into her emails? Mm. I could have done that very much out of order. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it would have, no, it probably would have very much changed the dynamic. It would have made you understand Fiona a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, because that's pretty much most of the information that came there. The idea that uh, Olivia knew that stuff was happening yes. behind her back. It would have changed the, the, the focus of my questioning. Because if I'd gotten mm-hmm. early on, like, someone <laughs> is trying to do something, like, someone is changing, then it would have been like, wait a minute. Mm. Ooh, wait, and I would have like found like because it was one of those things where retrospectively, once I figured out that there was this Vera character and that they were basically doing a sting operation, um, then I was like, oh my gosh, like look at this, she'd been doing this, she'd changed out the the, the order for something else, like maybe you know Molly yeah, I wonder how it was out. was uh, was but, messing with stuff. But again, clearly. Uh, I only expected you to mess around with the computer you know right so at well. the end. Fascinating. And then my last dot point is solve question mark, question mark. Uh, you should cross out those question marks. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, it's interesting because like this, more so than any other one that we've done, clearly followed your path very, very mm. Uh, quite so well. the more railroady I am, the better I am at this. But it didn't feel railroady. That's what you, you know? always hope. You know, it was just that you kind of knew... That, that seems to be my sweet spot when GMing stuff, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it's true, but like, <laughs> but it, but it's also because it, you can be a little bit railroady because it's like, as, if you control the starting information, you also know what information is going to come out. Like, you know... Oh, you think. Well, not necessarily what's going to come out, but you know what's true. Mm. So you can then be like, because you get to decide on truth and then... So you, th- I think this drip feeding of people into the scene was a lot better. For sure. Because you could control my first steps. And once you can control the first steps a bit more. Yeah, and, but I didn't leave their introduction too ridiculously late. So they all still, at the very least, if not guilty, were relevant. Mm. Um, like Fiona, the, 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 the actual friend who was faking being Fiona, uh, I don't know if you ever really suspected her as having done the murder, mm. but... Her her introduction and chatting with her, which was the last person introduced, I believe, that did clarify what was going yes, on. So yes. that opened up the mystery. Exactly. Which is the best thing for a late game character to do. Yeah, because I was I remember being near the end of this. Look, we recorded this ages ago, by the way, everyone. This is this is Yeah, some like, weeks ago. I know now. the final episode came out last week, but we record them in bulk, uh, edit them all and then release them per week. 
And so it's been quite a while since we've uh, done yeah, this. We before. would have done the autopsy right away, but we wanted to wait and see what people's emails said. Exactly. Like because we had this moment of like, I'm pretty sure we got to a point where it's like, I know exactly what happened. Like I can tell you like step for step the exact murder and how it went down, but I don't know why. Mm. Like I don't have the motive and therefore I can't place the person. And it was this like figuring out why it happened was this final yeah. puzzle piece. And so adding in the Vera element and adding in the, oh, I see, like something was going on. Somebody was trying to go against the business. It's a business issue because here's what was going on behind yeah. the scenes. And then what nice. you needed and what we really struggled with was this idea of getting all of this information out, but then having a denouement scene that didn't just feel rehashy and kind of muddled. So what we came up with as an idea together was there needed to be some sort of piece of confirmation evidence yes. that... Uh, and uh, we played around with it a little bit here because this didn't end up quite in the final episode. We edited around you making this phone call. Yes. So I. So yeah. So this is interesting. So mm. we actually like, and we didn't do it out of character. In character, mm. we went through a phone call of Detective Bill to the um, business licensing. The, yeah, the business license people. people. So that I could get my confirmation. I think in the episode, it's a little just. I'm going to make a phone call yeah. because to the Denimont. Um, Very and frustrating I, Poirot. I made the exact, but it is it's that exact mm. thing from like a Poirot book where he goes, ah, "Mon ami, I'll just go and call this person," and then he does, and then you don't know what's going on. And Hastings is like, oh, that's a "Ridiculous idea! I've never even understood mm -hmm. this old man." And then he comes back and he says, "Well, here's what I was doing." Yeah, and I was I really enjoyed being able to do that um, because I got to play it, but we also got to present it in that like the proper way you should in fiction of like. Yeah. Because otherwise, it if people get felt the confirmation, so much better, right? But if people, if the listeners immediately get the confirmation at the same time I do, the denouement becomes boring. Exactly. But if I don't get the de the confirmation, then which we've it's had before, shaky, then, yeah, and it's always felt weird. Exactly. It's sometimes I go into the denouement thinking like I know who did it, but I can't really prove that. So as soon as they say no, I'm just mm. like, oh well. I guess you go home, which is often the case in real murder mysteries, where they're like, it was you, wasn't it? And all the person has to say is, nope, it wasn't. Sorry, you can't prove that. And then walk away. But instead they go, you, you found out my secrets and I'll admit to everything. Yeah. Tape, quickly, everybody get your tape recorders out. Yeah. I need to give my sad, angry speech. And quite frankly, in every one of these, I have not known how to make the murderer respond. So I'm glad in this episode, uh, the response was, Johnny Cools tasers them. That was also so very that I don't have to think of it. So I think they should all end with that. But from now I, on. I, in terms of like the structure of it, I do think they should all end like this in general. Yeah, I really liked going in with absolute certainty that I was right because I had. Feels like something we should give you a meme. It. Like you've been just talking on your regular phone, but when it comes to this final phone call, you pull out your special <laughs> yeah, <my> special Denimont <laughs> phone. Um, I really, I, I, it was the most comfortable I have felt in a Denimont mm. without any sense of like you. You first think. I could be comfortable if I was just given the answer, but that wouldn't be satisfying. This also felt satisfying. Like, mm. I felt like I did it. Like, it. I solved it. I knew what to do. I knew what to... And it's interesting because up until, like, episode four, you were, again, still in the shaky ground, quite confident that the only person that made sense was Anthony. Yeah. Yes, I had a very big mm. Anthony accusing uh, moment. Mm. I think there's an entire episode that's just me slowly <laughs> accusing Anthony in my head. Um, that is true. That's true. But yeah, I felt very good. So uh, thank you, listeners, if you've been with us for a while now for going through this learning process with us of how to make this show work. I think. And it's getting there. I think every episode gets better and better. Yeah. Every uh, every uh, uh, mystery. For sure. Um, but this one I really liked. And I feel so... I just I just felt good about it the whole way through. Both about playing the game that you've created for me. And also, like, 
thinking like, this is good. This is good audio. Like people are going to like this. <laughs> this, this, this. I hope they did. If you didn't like this, you're not listening to the autopsy. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, fair. Imagine just listening to the autopsy. That's baffling. Because you, but having maybe people do. Maybe they got bored of listening and they've jumped and to the autopsy because the they want to hear the solution. Uh, we haven't even said it. No, I'm, we we warned not, you about spoilers. Yeah, you haven't said it. Go back to the denouement. We've, we've done spoilers. Why would you skip to the autopsy? You got to skip to the denouement. Mm. Go back an episode. Mm. So uh, there were a couple of things still uh, that I end up improvising or that I mention that end up feeling like they have more significance than I expected. Mm. That's definitely been a thing. One, anything that involved knowledge about hairdressing. Yep. Some people who put in emails just know more about it than I do. <laughs> or even simple physics, like uh, why is her hair still wet after several hours? That seems suspicious. Mm. To which I go... Oh, really? My hair stays wet for ages. <laughs> that is the hardest thing. Like when you get, because e we get emails in that do that. They, they'll be yeah. like, actually, if a body had been on the beach for that long, yeah. here's what would have ah, happened, which means the sunburn paradox. Yeah. Do oh, dead yes, bodies yeah. sunburn? And, and so it's kind of like, Fantastic oh, sorry, question. we just don't know how the real yeah. world works sometimes, <laughs> you know? Sometimes that's, but, you that know, happens. That, that's fiction. Look at the writers that have actual paid writing jobs out there. I oh, think no, we're so, doing okay yeah, we're doing fine. comparison. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, but yeah, so things like that. But then there were other things like I kept, uh, I kept emphasizing like that there was air freshener smell in the room and I was just trying to get you under the impression that someone had cleaned up and overdone it with air freshener trying to cover up that a murder had happened so that people wouldn't immediately walk in and smell blood smell and things like that. But people thought that was a really significant thing. Mm. And then things like, oh, you believe for a while, and other people did, that the body hadn't been, that she hadn't been murdered here. Yeah, because it was too clean. Exactly. And things like that. And that was very much a sticking point for a lot. And I felt bad about that. But then I've already done a moved body before, so I wasn't <laughs> thinking of doing it again. Uh, but yeah, so that was definitely one that people focused on that I felt a bit bad for, mm. for emphasizing a little too much. Uh, also, the big one. Maddox is stupid cool. lost book story or the stolen book oh, story. You made that up on the spot? Completely on the spot. I didn't even give Maddox a name in my notes. Why I... not? What is wrong with you? He's Maddox. <laughs> I don't know. He's only on like the fourth last of my dot points of existence. All I have there is Liv's old rival claims falsely that Liv used to be a client thief and the industry is cutthroat. She must have pissed off the wrong person this time. That was all I had on Maddox outside of airtight alibi, but new business name, Regid with a guarantor. Mm. So that here's, was all that existed for Maddox. Here are my notes on Maddox. Fur, snakeskin, cool weirdo, <laughs> Nirvana, until 10.33am was in rehab. 1995, they were apprenticing. Guillermo del Lobos. Liv stole his notebook and his skills. Nirvana is struggling. Those are my Maddox space notes. Yeah, uh, quite something. It's it just developed out of nowhere. And again, you might have noticed my problem with uh, improving a character, which is that well, he was one of the guilty parties, and his name immediately started with M. <laughs> you, we can't let people in on the secret. I have to. Cause it's not intentional. I had no idea it was happening. Like I, I didn't. I started with names. I'm pretty sure I didn't even like come up with who the murderer was until I had already come up with their names and who they were. And yet, both of the guilty parties were M's. I don't know how it happened. And the victim's name was Le Victim. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. It makes no sense. 
Uh, maybe it's just, you know, maybe that's just happens sometimes. Yeah, but I have acknowledged it and I know that it's a problem I have. I should have just swapped names around or something. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so this is a common issue. It's in Roping the Rich Kids, the victim's name was Vicky. Uh, also, I, I made the friend Vera again. I, I, I just love these letters, apparently. It's very, you have a very V versus M antagonistic I writing guess style. so. <laughs> All right, so um, overall, going through it, I think I don't know if there's too much more to talk about in terms of like our actual kind of gameplay of it. I got a little bit obsessed with like my biggest my biggest issue in Sonic was my constant misreading of Pearl's character. Like how mm. involved how like does she want a relationship with Anthony? Does oh, she yes. not? Is she is she a spy? Is she, like people The co- spy thing. People was very definitely... much liked my idea that she was a plant. That was very um, true as a thing. And uh, she was definitely one of the more popular guesses as well. And I suppose it's fair enough that of the two most frequent guesses, they were Marley and Pearl. You know, the yeah. first two introduced, the closest physically uh, to the scene. It made sense that people would go to her. But yeah, a lot of people very set on Pearl being guilty. But that's also good. That's kind of on. part of the murder mystery thing. You know, there's because she, she wasn't so obvious as a as a suspect that like her not being the suspect felt like you were lying. Yeah. I but think... it was just she was su- suspicious enough early on that people could be like, maybe it was Pearl. Mm. Maybe it was more interesting. This is the one it was the, thing it was the right level, I, think. I feel I could balance in a slightly different way, as some books do, because uh, a lot of Agatha Christie's, they do pinpoint one person and say, surely this person is the murderer, everything is pointing to them. And then whether it is or not ends up being the focus of the book. That is not something that I'm amazing at at this stage, but maybe I'll be able to get there. Maybe I can mess with that a if little. If it's what you want to, too yeah. Much. yeah. You can work towards we'll, it. We'll find out. Uh, but yeah, so all I really wanted with Pearl was the character who, yeah, brilliant but lazy. Someone who is good at stuff but doesn't actually care about what they're doing there. But people very much took that to mean... Slimy yet satisfying. <laughs> that she had more underhanded motives and another thing that she was doing secretly. Yes, yeah, it felt like she, she was... knows about hairdressing but doesn't care about it because she's related to someone else. Exactly. Or, There's some, but it's else. just like, no, it's just who she is. Yeah. So that uh, was... But I didn't... But it shift. wasn't like... It was, yeah, it wasn't unsatisfying that it wasn't her. Like, I, it didn't I feel like, oh, true. you know, oh, I feel so betrayed. That was my guess. And, like, it was just... It just evolved in mm. a nice way and that she was just a character. Um, like, if anybody in that denouement was going to say... Uh, you got played, uh, and fill and fill that role. It would have been Pearl. I I think I kind of end up doing that. That's one of the archetypes that the I create in my stories. Uh, a little bit. I I just kind of think cool young female <laughs> tends to be one of the characters I throw in there a lot. Um, but no, I really enjoyed it. I think my issue still is, um, and I was better in this one, but I think still like using the characters to help flesh out the other characters. To spend more time being like, Marley, mm. what's your opinion of Pearl? Marley, do you know Anthony? Like, do you, does he come in often? Do you have a relationship with him? To 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 be able to see characters from that third perspective, you know, it's like yeah. their own telling of themselves, my interpretation of who they are, and then other people's colouring to fill in the gaps between those mm. things or to, or to elicit new questions is still the one thing that I would work on for myself as a as an investigator. Is spending more time being like. What do you know about, like, who do you think did it? Like, who would you say? I was, that's what got me to Maddox early on, is that I did basically just say, hey, 
who do you think would have killed mm. her? Does she have any enemies? Yeah. Like, and that got me straight to Maddox because people like, yeah, I haven't answered that question and it's probably Maddox. Um, so I definitely did better this arc with that sort of stuff. Maybe better than I'm getting, giving myself credit for. But I think it's still something for me to work on. It's like the next stage of me putting this stuff together. Maybe. Is, is building out those, those uh, webs <laughs> between characters and who they think did it and what they think. And, and that helps me elicit. And also gives you more narrative control over the stuff that you can have prepared for like you you might know more where i'm gonna go if you can be like well i know that this that that all of these characters are going to point to one character Mm -hmm. and that means you know then you'll go there like i can control your suspicion a little bit more by basically just saying everybody thinks it was this person and then i know that 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 will become the prevalent thought and then i can subvert that or or uh, sustain that in whatever way i want maybe that, I think the better I can do it, that, the more satisfying murder mysteries we can create because you'll have a bit more understanding, not even control, but just a bit more, yeah, understanding of the pacing, a bit more like, oh, I know where it's going to hit, so I know where to put things, I know where to make shifts happen and introduce new people and things like that. Like, I think it's helpful for both of us to have that sort of stuff be more prevalent for me. So I'm going to keep trying to make it more prevalent. I think I did pretty well in this one. Absolutely. I think it turned out. To be quite, it, it felt smooth. It felt like it was working. It was nice. So we got a lot of emails in. We got a lot of people saying, yeah. that I guess it's more so than, than any other uh, mm-hmm. one we've had so far. Uh, what were some highlights? Like, what, what, You read more of them than I did. What was the general theme, other, other than people misspelling Marley's name? <laughs> what was the, we've talked a little bit about a lot of people suspected Pearl. Um, what was sort of the general consensus? Or the general feeling? Or was there none? Was everyone super varied? I think it was interesting how much even the ones who uh, did pinpoint the correct murderer, name notwithstanding, uh, the reasoning behind it and exactly what went down tended to be a little bit malleable in this case. Exactly how business-related was it? How personal was it? Exactly what was going on business-wise? And I like that a lot of people were questioning this whole business thing. Like, was it going to be about Anthony inheriting the place? Did she think that she was going to inherit the place? Was she going to try to buy it out? What What exactly was her motivation there? And the fact that in my head it was always she was planning on leaving and sniping, but now this was new information, so she didn't have to anymore. Uh... Yeah, I, I thought it was quite nice how people were questioning that and a little confused about what was going on there. They thought something was happening business-wise, but they couldn't quite see it. Because mm. I think there were definitely some people who got that she was connected to Maddox, but not as many, I don't want to say not as many as you might think, because that's a, that, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, but yeah, fewer people spotted the connection between Marley and Maddox than did not. Yes, and I think it was, honestly, in a weird way, I think it's because Marley wasn't silly enough. I think more people <laughs> would connect Pearl to Maddox. Other than, uh, mostly, I, I definitely poisoned that well because I was saying, like, I think she's a plant. Yeah, I think, sure. And so people were like, maybe she is a plant. And then they found someone who could have planted her yep. and they went, done, We did get it. at least one Pearl is um, secretly Maddox's daughter who was uh, That was spying. a good, I enjoyed that. Mm. I enjoyed that theory. But I think that's maybe why people connected a bit more. They were both it a bit might be weird. True. It's both, all your fault. You know, and, but also it's your fault because Maddox <laughs> was too weird and Pearl is a little bit odd and Marley's too normal. <laughs> but normal and weird is the perfect pairing anyway. So, like... It made sense that they yeah. they were together. You got to try to like making a character normal is always a bit of a finicky position. So I really tried to play up her 
being annoyed at the business thing because you can't have someone be completely neutral or that's the most suspicious thing in the world and also the most annoying when they're guilty. So early on, I tried to openly play up the whole expensive mm. lotions thing. What a stupid business decision. Yes, whereas for me, I was so obsessed that it must have been like... You thought that a, that was a, dr a, a secret drug ring. Yeah, like it was so mm. stupid a business decision. It must have had some evil yeah, ulterior you, motive. That was another thing that you point out and that a couple of people also... Uh, thought about, but again, not too many. The idea of exactly what covert thing was live up to besides normal hairdressing stuff, like keeping client lists uh, super privileged and things like that. Whereas for me, that was just, no, she is just hardcore into the business, but that definitely led people to think maybe not. Mm -hmm. I'm having a look through some of the Discord messages. So in oh, our, in I our, haven't seen those. So the people who are listening at home, we have a, we have a, a Discord for all of our shows for Escape This uh, podcast and solve this murder and, and play this game and all the various things that we do. Uh, we have a consume this media discord where people can get together and chat and talk with us and each other about what's going on. So uh, in the solve this murder uh, channel, people are talking about this show all with spoiler tags. <laughs> um, but yeah, straight away, really early on, we're getting like, uh, here's a theory stolen straight from Bill. I think Pearl was working mm -hmm. with like, you know, Pearl's a spy working for Maddox. Um, left the computer unlocked for easy snooping mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, which is partially true in terms of, like, they were in the office trying to snoop when the whole thing happened or trying to, you know. Um, although we do get the idea here that she's a decoy and actually uh, Marley is the real spy. That was closer to Ooh. a real guess. Um, then people making fun of me for talking about famous people and their hairstylists <laughs> for an entire episode. Oh, no, that stayed. Yeah, that was, like, half an episode, Danny. <laughs> Uh, people noticing the Oliver Sacks naming reference. Oh, yes, of course. Again, total mistake. I've got to work harder. But, you know, people really got, like, people loved, like, the Anthony and Pearl connection, the Maddox and Pearl connection, are very much a focus, but not necessarily thinking that Marley is part of it. That mm. I hadn't really talked to Maddox by that point anyway, so yeah. people weren't quite sure. Fan art of Maddox? Yay! Did you see this one? I think you did. Ooh. Oh, yep, that's right. Yep, we've got if a couple, want to submit got fan a couple art of, Maddox. of Maddox fan arts, and I am into it. They've been fantastic. Um, we also have a separate chat of full of spoilers for people talking about... Um, How much they hate at the ending. No, talking about the same thing, but in the place for just Patreons. Because uh, for people ah, who weren't aware, we have a Patreon awesome. for people who want to support the show and all the shows that we make. And one of the benefits that we've now started doing just with this last uh, episode is that for $5 patrons, they get the entire arc, all six parts, on day one. So they can listen to the whole thing. But of course, we don't want them spoiling it for anybody else, so they keep they have a separate channel to talk about that on the Discord. That was also a fun choice, seeing who decided to binge it and who decided, no, I'm just going to stick to the regular ones. A I've got to pace it out. A lot of people stick to the regular pace. <laughs> that interested me because, yeah, I'm, I'm very bad at having to wait, especially for the answer to a mystery. Uh, but, yeah, people did make good use of it. Even just like we got some people who were, who were binging it but sending in what they thought about each episode pretty much after each part with or without a guess, uh, often holding off on a proper guess until the very end. But just, yeah. Giving me updates as they went along. That was fun to see how people adapted to the new information. Man, some of you guys make thorough notes. Oh, you wrote more about this than any of my initial notes. Good on you. Someone's uh, theory for uh, how to solve these is yeah, 
everybody's hiding something. So you find out what everybody else is hiding, and then the one left over must be the murderer. <laughs> Everyone has one hidden fact. No, that's not. A, I mean, that that may not work because, um, well, it 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 can work depending on whether you whether one person's secret is more damning. But I do come up with a secret for everyone. But like Marley's secret was not murdered thing. It was uh, going to set up rival business. Mm. Exactly. So it's all... Maybe you could have found that out very early on, and maybe you would have just found that as another thing. Maybe I could have kept that as the not too obvious motive, but clearly I well, wanted I that think, to only come out I late. Do, I do think so because I think originally I in the in the course of this I had all of the mechan the mechanics of the murder and didn't have the motive, and that was the final piece of the puzzle. If I'd had the motive early on, or like possible motives, I think maybe when I had found the mechanics of how it all went mm. down, then that would have been the final piece. Would have clicked a lot more. And maybe my final call wouldn't have been the call to the business registrar's office, but it would have been the autopsy call for, with America. I wonder. Maybe that would have been my secret call. That was the, you know, I'd be like, this all would make sense, but only if she was like killed in the office at like 1am. Mm. Like that would now be the... That would be the thing that would clinch this, and I call and I get that yeah. information. Can't say how well I would have known how to deal with that, but I mean, it worked out better the way we did it. Yeah. That said, I I do think again that may have been why I didn't introduce rival business setting up too early on, but I did show her mm. having some animosity towards yes. Liv for her business practices it early well. on. And then when we found out the so big it, it wasn't so fact. much this is Marley's secret as this is Marley's issue. Yes, and then like when we found out the big fact of oh there isn't is like oh makes sense cuz look at look at back what she was doing she was canceling this mm. she was doing the, you know it gave her the motivation and the and the and the motive for the murder. Yeah. It worked very well. But enough prevaricating Danny. Mm -hmm. We've got all these fun guesses from lots of cool people. Oh yes. Who was our best detective? Who got the closest? Who really nailed the entire Now, here's a question when it comes to Best detective. Mm -hmm. Do we go for whoever gave the most accurate answer, regardless of when they gave it, mm -hmm. or do we go for someone who was like on the right track early on? So, like after one episode, they were like, "It was definitely probably Marley," but I'm not quite sure why. And here's what, like, I well, how do we you judge know, best that, detective? That would never hold up in court. So, <laughs> while I like it, there was no possible way to get it for the with like the right reasoning or like who was working with whom after one episode because you didn't even know these characters mm -hmm. at all. Uh, so yeah, first episode ones, it's tricky. Like I, I love seeing first impression guesses, but I tend not to take them as someone's final guess. Um, so like, it's always fine if you send in further ones after that, as you've gotten new information. Um, like, obviously I, I tend to be a little bit biased for whoever gets the correct answer first, but I like to go for most complete details. Like who gets... Who really what exactly the happened? Mystery. Yeah, because like I said, plenty of people got that it was Marley by the end of it, but there were floaty details about mm. exactly what was going on there. Uh, the one that I would say came in nice uh, and uh, early, uh, and I think I, I keep reading through it, and I just go, "Yep, this is solid. There is a lot of information here, and it is all spot on." including uh, M for murderer and M for person who worked with the murderer. <laughs> oh, they got it. They understand the game. <laughs> uh, so uh, always, if I say any of these, forgive my pronunciation because, you know, who can pronounce anything? Uh, Tyler Iberl, well done. You ended your first email with, thank you, I'll take my spot on the wall now. It looks like they've, I, they've I it. I can't deny that. Like, <laughs> All right. It, it went really well. Congratulations to you. All you right, spot wonderful. On. Good work, Tyler. You've done it. <laughs> I don't think you've been on the wall before, but I think you have put in guesses before. <laughs> uh, and uh, hopefully this is your first time on the wall. We'll update the wall of detectives. 
And there's a link to that in the show notes. And good work. Uh, This is always one of those things where if we weren't being strict about it, there were plenty of people that were in top contention for it. it look, lots of very good guesses from a lot of fun people. And it's fun just to get the emails. It's nice oh, to have people engaging with the, with the mystery. And, and, and we, read the, we read them all. Mm-hmm. Even if Danny didn't respond. I don't know if he responded I, to all of them. Look, I, I probably don't respond to all of them because there's only so many times that I can respond. Thanks for emailing. Sorry, I can't say anything. <laughs> but no, they're great. So thank you so much. That was a wonderful mystery. I'm excited. Um, the next mystery, Ooh. do you, I have no idea where we're at. Obviously, we haven't recorded the next one. This is as much notes as I have for the next mystery. You've got mystery. about a page. Of, do you have, do, you, want, do you have like page. a hint to give away, like a theme or something? Oh. <laughs> Look, in terms of timing, everybody, it will be done when it's done. It'll happen. It'll come up out eventually, and then you'll get another solid however many weeks of, of episodes. But we've got no timetable at all. It could, be, it could be in two weeks. It could be in six months. We'll find out. Yeah, this is regarding a setting. I, apparently, I like going into careers that I know nothing about good, with these good. stories. So it's helpful. definitely one of those. Uh, it's one that I was reading uh, a big, dramatic internet thing of on uh, the subreddit drama. Oh, all right. Uh, Reddit of yeah, this career was full focus. What's the career? Of the drama. Uh, it was about. I I might have told you about. It's about how. Uh, other people don't take people. Uh, other people in peripheral professions don't take this particular profession as seriously as they should because their job is totally as important and totally as technical and difficult to do as the other job that more people talk about. Ah, podcasters. <laughs> All right, that's the hint, everybody. That's this. That's your cryptic hint. If you can guess, you get extra points. If you can guess what the theme okay. is going to be. You can sure. email in and guess the theme. If you're going to scour Reddit to find that, be my guess. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed this arc. Uh, it was a lot of fun to do. I I really I really had a lot of fun recording it and, and putting it all together. Fingers crossed we maintain that. Um, wonderful. All right. Thank you, everybody. I'll tell you what, actually, one little thing about the Ooh. autopsy. I changed my, my plans this arc mm-hmm. in terms of music production. You may have noticed... Every other right. art that we've had music, have every character has had their own particular theme. Mm-hmm. But you were struggling with that idea I for some yeah, of because them. Because for this one, I just didn't feel like I had musical ideas that represented each of the characters as much. Uh, it felt a little bit more difficult. Uh, so in this case, I just wrote a bunch of different little songs for different emotional moments and stuck them in. Mm-hmm. And I think it worked quite well. Uh, if you liked it, uh, let me know. If you didn't like it, let me know. If you have no opinion, don't let me know anything. Um, but I think that might be more what I do going forward. It's a bit easier to do and just having mu- music for the for that arc as opposed to individual music for each character. Yeah, whatever's going to work. Like this one had different locations, different settings, exactly. that sorts of so things. Exactly, some things I could play with. Yeah. Wonderful. All right, well, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Danny, for chatting with me about this arc that we did and thank you for making it and running it. It was great fun. Yeah, I, I, I really hope that the next one goes as well as this one did. It felt great. All right, and uh, I hope if you are available that you join us for recon. We put an announcement at the start. So, yes. yep, that is uh, our Monday morning, probably your Sunday night. That is this weekend. So, if you haven't got tickets to that, please grab them. Come watch us do a great live show. All right, wonderful. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Solve This Murder is created by Bill Sunderland and Danny Siller as part of the Consume This Media Network. To find out more about all of our shows, you can head to consumethismedia.com. If you want to try your hand at solving this murder yourself, 
Send your current theory in to solvethismurderpod at gmail.com and you may end up on our wall of detectives. A special thank you to Jared, Devon and Witt from the podcast Advanced Sage Russian Shootouts for creating our theme music. And thanks to all of you for listening.